Hi, welcome to Hebrew Club on this second to last day of the quarter. Beautiful February day. Hope you guys are all doing well. Hanging in there. Where they go almost through the gauntlet here, right? This is a long quarter because it's a three-week three week Christmas thing and it's cold and all that. So anyway, I'm glad you guys are all here. We are on uh, 1 Samuel chapter 22. And remember, we finished the paragraph at the end of verse 17. And Saul was determined to kill all the priests of the Lord who were serving at Nob. Um, remember, Nob, just, just so we keep this map kind of in the middle and you guys can refer to it because we'll, we'll be looking at some stuff. So um, he had gotten all the priests back to Gibeah and was asking Ahimelech about David and he accused Ahimelech of holding out on him and not revealing stuff. So he ordered his men to strike all the priests, but uh, they wouldn't lay a hand on him. And that's where we ended up uh, at the end of verse 17. All right. See, notice the last line. Velo avu, avde hamelech. The, king, the servants of the king were not willing, lishloch et yadam, to send out their hand, lift goa, to strike uh, or to fall upon the Kohanet, probably to strike against the priests of Yahweh. All right? So we take it up at verse 18, and we get our character Doeg, and here's where he enter, enters instantly. Vayomer Hamelech la Doeg. Then the king said to Doeg, remember he was the Edomite, so he wasn't Israel, but he was Edomite. Sovata ufaga ba Kohanim. Turn, this is from Savav. Okay, notice it's a double uh, I and a geminate root, so this is just a call imperative. Uh, turn ata, you, you turn. Upega, another imperative. And smite kohanim, smite the priests. Okay? Vayasob doeg ha'edomi, so doeg turned. This is again a call from Savav. So doeg turned, doeg did my turn. Vayifkahu ba'kohanim. And he struck he himself. Notice the who. Uh, probably gives emphasis to the subject. He himself, or maybe he alone, maybe he himself struck Kohanim, the priest. So notice the priests were probably pretty much helpless. Uh, not armed. Okay. Vayamet bayom ha'u shemonim ish no se efod bad. Okay. And he killed from Mut, here's a Hipfield, Bob, consecutive imperfect, and he smote, killed, by Yom Hahu, on that day, Shemonim, 80 Vachamesha, 80 and 5 Ish, men. Remember again with numbers, very often you get the singular of words like Ish and Ben. So 85 men. No say, um, here's a call, a participle. Notice the subject is still Ish. So he killed 85 men, those who carried Nasa, those who carried the ephod, ephod of Bad, the ephod of linen. Bad is, uh, remember Bad has several meanings. You see it most common in Levad alone. Here's a, a, just a simply a different meaning for the root Badad to be alone. Uh, but it, here it means, or maybe a different meaning for that root, uh, means linen. So the ephod of linen. So notice it identifies the priests as those who carried the ephod. Okay. Questions uh, about verse 18? Yes? It seems to be. I mean, it's not that common of a word. Um, but here you see it, and uh, you'll see the bait 
in a couple of, after a couple other words as well. Um, it's a good question because it'd be interesting to do a study on what prepositions follow verbs. I'm sure people have done that, but it, it is more widespread than you think. Um, I looked up something else here later on, and when I run across it, I'll recall what it is just to see the frequency with which something like that happens. Um, yeah. Any other questions? Verse 19. Ve'et nov hakohanim hikalefi cherev me'ish ve'adisha. Okay. And nob. Notice nob is now going to be a direct object. You can see by the eight. And nob, the city of the priests, hika, he struck. So notice it fronts the uh, entire verb. And again, the emphasis goes, so, so he didn't just kill the priests whom he seemed to have gathered at Gibeah. If you remember at that map, no, on that map, Nob was close to Gibeah. So the priests all went to Gibeah where Saul was, killed him. Then he must have gone to the city of Nob and he struck uh, Lepichera by the edge of the sword. So, okay. So Nob, the city of the priests, he struck with the edge of the sword. Meish, from man ve'adisha, from man un, unto woman. Me'olel, from child, a young child. Ve'ad yonek, from young child to yonek, the uh, nursing one, the infant. Okay. Ve'shor v'chamor v'aseh lefichare, and oxen and chamor, um, donkey and set, sheep uh, <coughs> with the edge of the sword. Killed all of them. Seems like he would get tired of killing all those people. Gruesome. Yeah. All right. Any questions through 19? All right. Uh, here's where we get a new character. Vayimalek ben Echad la Achimelek ben Achitu Ushmo Evyatar. Okay. And escape. That's from Malat and Nifal. It always occurs in the Nifal uh, when it means uh, when it's intransitive. Okay, now notice this next form. It's rather unusual. This is one of them I looked up, just for fun. Vayimalate, escape. Bain echad, one son. Notice what's unusual about it. Um, uh, you have them connected by that makaif. Usually when you connect it by a makaif, what's going to happen to the bain? The accent's going to jump over to the next word. The bain's going to shorten to ben, right? Because they're in close connection. You'd read it. Benachad, here you read Benachad, it's unusual. And notice that there's a Masoretic note on it. The Masoretic note says that this form occurs four times with the Makaif. Alright, so I actually did a check with Accordance just to see. And uh, lo and behold, the four times are here in Genesis 30, 2 Samuel 9, and Ezekiel. So Accordance and the Masoretes agree, those are the only four. Yeah, out of, uh, you know, compared to how Ben occurs with the Makave multitude of times. So the Masoretes had it right. Where did you get that that occurred four times? Uh, that's the, notice in this line, one, two, three, see the fourth circle? Okay, those, each note is separated by a period. So the, the note above Oleil, that's the first line. Mm-hmm. The note above Shur, that's the second with that hay with the dot. The second, the third one, the set, that's the second hay with the dot. And then the last note, see the dalit? Mm-hmm. Okay, four. That's the number four. Then makaif is just a sh- Aramaic shorthand for that dash, makaif. So four times makaif 
and it refers to the bane there. All right. And, uh, yeah, so there it is. Okay, so this, <laughs> there's your trivia for today, guys. You can, you can fascinate your friends. All right, so one son escaped. Um, one son belonging to, now notice the Lamed is, is possession, belonging to Ahimelech. One son belonging to uh, Ahimelech escaped. Ahimelech, the son of Ahituv. All right, remember our uh, uh, kind of genealogy there. You have what, Eli, then Phineas, and then Ahitub, then Ahimelech, and then Abiathar. So here's where I, I, I sketched that out for you guys a couple weeks ago. So here we are at Abiathar, who becomes a main character in David's life, all the way through um, the time that Solomon became uh, king. All right? Ushimo, and his name was Abiathar. Vayivrach, and he fled Acharei David, and he fled after David. <coughs> All right, good. Questions on 20? Yes? With the, the Bain um, Echad? Yes. Is that like son of one? Is that normal that they put the number? Like, well, why wouldn't they just put the one son? Instead you of could, you, well, the, the number, remember, Echad, the number one, functions most like an adjective of all the numbers. Number two is second, and then the other ones follow. So, um, number, the number one can follow the noun as well as come before. Okay, right. Why does it have that, uh, that, that, that dash? That's the maquette that I was talking about. Yeah, why do they need well, the, the, the dash closely connects two words so in why reading. Why do need to be closely connected? Well, sometimes for reading purposes, they want you to read it um, close. And, and all it's telling you is that those two words are closely related, and the accent jumps from that first word to the second, so you read it more quickly. That's why it usually shortens to Benecha. Okay. But here with the Bane, it stays long. Why it stays long, I don't know. It's just part of the tradition that the Masoretes had and that they marked. happens three other times in the whole Old Testament. That's what amazes me, that they actually knew that. So would you maybe push it to as far as to say one and only? I mean, just there was... One I don't know. I see. I don't know. Because that's because can simply mean one son or a son. Kind is of all the priests of Israel at the time? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Just no, I don't think so. The ones that were gathered, groups. no. Yeah. Right. That's a good question. I'll I mean, I'm assuming that there were others because Samuel would make a circuit around, remember? And Nob was probably one of those places. Um, good. Verse 21. Vayagade. Evyatar la David. Um, and Abiathar reported to David from Nagad. Okay. Ki harag Shaul et Kohane Yahweh. He reported, here's an object clause, that Saul had murdered, killed Harag, uh, the priests of the Lord, Kohane Yahweh. Okay. Yomer David. Then David said to Abiathar, Yadati bayom hahu kisham doe haadomi ki hagei yagid l'shaul. Okay, I knew, um, Yadati, I knew on that day when Doeg the Edomite was there. Kisham Doeg haadomi. I knew on that day when Doeg the Edomite was there that hagei yagid that he would certainly tell. Notice the hagei is an infinitive. Then it strengthens. Um, probably his his affirmation. I, I knew that he most certainly would tell it, report to Saul. Pause. Now here we have kind of an obscure phrase. 
Anukisa boti bekol nefesh beit avika. I, okay, you guys know what saboti is, just in and of itself, right? Sabab means to turn. Uh, this is a call, perfect, uh, first common singular. It's a sabab, that's why it has that weird form. You might want to say, oh, it's a PL or something like that, but it's a call. Okay, but it literally means, I turned uh, in all the lives of the house of your father. See, what does that mean? It's kind of an unusual meaning for saboti. And notice that your versions, if you look down at uh, verse 22b, the Septuagint has Amy Itias, I am guilty. Compare also the Syriac and the Vulgate readings. So they're reading that, whether it's a different text, I don't know, probably just interpreting it as I'm responsible. See, I'm responsible for all the lies of the house of your father. When it says compare Syriac and Vulgate, does that mean the day of the same They have the same day? thing as, yeah. Right. So the Syriac and Vulgate are following the Greek. Okay, and that's probably what it means. Somehow it's just an odd expression. Okay. Verse 23. Okay. Sheva is from Yashav. And it's an imperative call with one of those... Uh, Haze, paragogic haze on the end of an imperative, like you see it on a, uh, a jussive or a uh, uh, the, the cohortative. Do you also call it a Yeah, the, it's the, the volative forms, especially on the cohortative. The cohortative has that hay. Um, it's not called a volative hay, but the infinitive is one of the volative forms. So he's just making a request here. Um, stay at tea. Stay with me. Altira, don't be afraid. Okay. Ki asher. For the one who Yevakesh is seeking et nashi, for the one who is seeking my life, Yevakesh is seeking nasheka, your life. For the one who is seeking my life is seeking your life. Okay. Certainly, ki mishmeret, uh, protection you have. Now, I'm supplying the verb. Uh, mishmeret, notice it's from the root shamar, guard or keep. So here, uh, protection certainly you have imadi with me. Okay. Um, questions through 23? <clears throat> Alright, good. Let's go to verse 1 of chapter 23. Very good. Vayagidu ladavid lemor, hine pelishtim nilchamim bekila vehema shosim et hagara note. Okay. Uh, then they told David, saying... Now notice that they... You don't know who the subject is. This is just how Hebrew does the impersonal forms. In English, we would say it was told to David. It was reported to David. The narrator isn't interested in telling us who or how. So it just reported to David, saying, Look, the, the Philistines are nilchamim, fighting. Nifal, participle from Lacham. The, the Philistines are fighting in Keila, In Kela. Um, and again, on your map, you can see where that is. Uh, you can pass around. Let me point it out. It's right there. So he's come up from uh, Judah. He's right here in Judah, and now he's heard about Kayla. And you can pass that around. That's, so that's what we'll be talking about here. All right, so he heard that the Philistines were fighting in Kayla. So they're a very big threat in the region still. Remember, the Philistines were through this whole time. Vehema, and they, Shosim, is from Shasa, 
Call, participle, masculine, plural. Shasa means to spoil. And they were spoiling et ha garanot. This is a noun plural from goren. Goren means threshing floor. So they were spoiling the threshing floors. So obviously it was a time of harvest and the Philistines were attacking and taking the, the grain. And plundering shasa. Plundering is much better than spoiling. Plundering is much better, yeah. And they were plundering the um, threshing floor, floors. All right. Uh, verse two. Vayishal David by Yahweh. Okay. Now David inquired of Yahweh. Notice you have that Sha'al plus Beit, which we've seen before. So he was asking Yahweh. David inquired of Yahweh. We can only think that he did it by means of the ephod and maybe Abiathar. All right. We'll see a little later, unless again. Those weren't the only priests. You know, we can also assume that there were other priests of the Lord um, that he could have done this with. Lay more. Um, but it is significant that the ephod is mentioned earlier, see? And I think we'll see it mentioned again. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Should I go? That's just an interrogative, hey? Should I go and hikati? Should I strike? from Nakah. Should I go and should I strike the Philistines? Here you see Nakah with a bait. Strike the, the Philistines, Ha'elah, these Philistines. Okay. By Yomer Yahweh el David. Then Yahweh said to David, see notice we don't know how this happened and we're assuming that if he inquired of the Lord that's usually an indication that he went through a priest and the priest brought an answer to him. That's what I'm assuming. So that it's just a shorthand. Yahweh said to him, in other words, the ephod gave a certain answer. Whatever, however they divined the Lord's will. All right. So I don't think it's necessary means. Oh, we had this divine revelation. They already had a form of shorthand with um, when uh, Abiathar <coughs> said that, that uh, Saul killed the mm-hmm. the uh, priest when he, in reality he did. Right. right. So they'll they'll just insert. Right. Just, just like we do because we all know how how the narrative's going. Yeah. Okay. So, Yahweh said to David, Lake Vehikita, go and um, strike the Philistines. Notice you have an imperative followed by a vav plus uh, second masculine singular. Perfect. Uh, very common stylistic feature, right? You could also have two imperatives. Um, but I, I looked this up, and with uh, Haka, you never have Lake followed by Haka. Um, you always have the second masculine singular, even though the imperative of the hip feel from Naka occurs a lot of times. When it occurs with another imperative, it's, all, it's the second masculine singular. It's kind of interesting. So I don't know why, if it has to do with the word itself. But anyway, go and strike the Philistines, the Hoshiata, and save at Keila, and save Keila from Yasha. Okay. Verse 3, Vayomru Anshe David. Then men of David said Elah to him, Hine, look, Anachnu po bihuda. Look, we are here. We here in Judah are Yebraim. What's that? We here in Judah are afraid. Good. This is a call participle from Yahweh. Remember, stative verbs form their participles like this, rather than the, the expected kotel kotelim. Yahweh Yebraim. So we here in Judah are afraid, or we probably say. We are afraid here in Judah. The Afki, here's an idiom, the Afki, 
how and how much the more, okay? How much the more so if Melech we go to Keilah? So we're frightened now. We we're going to be really frightened if we go to Keilah because of the Philistines. All right. If we go to Keilah, El Marcot to the Marcot, the battle lines. Remember, Arak means to arrange for battle, so you put a mem in front of it. And we saw this same word used in regard to uh, in the story of Goliath. All right. So if we go to Keilah, now notice how you have the. Um, to, well, never mind. Um, since since Keila ends in a hay, rather than having a directive hay, they have El Ma'akot to the battle lines of the Philistines. Okay, by Yosef owed David. So David added to inquire of Yahweh. Notice how by Yosef functions here. It's a hifil from Yasaf. It's literally added to ask. But how would we translate that in English? Again, ask again. Ask again. So notice the infinitive becomes the main verb, and you translate that Yosef as an adverb. So David asked yet again, inquired yet again of Yahweh. Okay. Verse, uh, let me end that verse. Vayanehu Yahweh. Then Yahweh answered him. That's from Anna. Then Yahweh answered him by Yomer and said, Kumraid, get up, raid, go down. Get up, go down. Kumraid. So it probably kum functions more as an interjection. Something like, um, come on, go down, or... or uh, you know, let's go, go down, or something like well, that. Your ride doesn't mean like, you know. Literally, get down. Yeah, that's right. Stand right. up. And yeah, see, and go down to Keilah. <laughs> that's right, yeah, right. Yeah, rod actually doesn't mean that kind of going down, but traveling. Yeah. Right. To Keilah. Ki ani no tank. For I'm going to give the Philistines, Pelish team, Bayadeka, into your hand. Dr. Yeah. Slosko, yeah. it's kind of weird. Um, you usually see them at the end of verses. Um, there's a little note about, the, about them, isn't there? Two, I didn't even check the note here. What does the note say? Okay, yeah, so at the end of verses. Yeah, yeah, see, so some manuscripts do omit them, omit them in both places. So, yeah, I guess it is unusual. Well, is that all Masoretic stuff? The paragraph breaks and the versing? It is, but remember the Masoretes, uh, depending on the family, had slightly different traditions. Okay, this is the Ben Asher family. And uh, so, again, the manuscripts, you know, they had also um, little different traditions of vowel pointing and all that. And so you have these works, actually, that talk about these differences. Um, these handbooks that you probably don't want to get into in this lifetime, um, to talk about stuff like that. So it was the Codex Leningrad kind of a compilation of several different schools? I don't think so. It was Ben Asher. It's Ben Asher, but what you're getting here um, is just the evidence that the editors are putting out there for you of other manuscripts. Now, the Ben Asher may have had slight differences depending on the manuscript. You know, There were slight variations. But Ben Nathalie was another family. Um, the Aleppo Codex, I think, has been Naphtali that they're making an addition on. Um, so those kind of differences you're going to see. Yeah. Now, the end of that, you said, I am going to give? Yeah, because the, the um, or I'm about to give, because the uh, participle 
is uh, quite often used for something that's going to happen in the near future. Um, verse 5, Vayelik David, so David went, Vaanashav, and his men, David and his men went, Keilah, to Keilah, Vayelachem Bapelishtim, and they fought against the Philistines, Vayinhag et Miknehem, and he drove, this is from Nahag, drove off at Miknehem, their cattle, from Mikneh, cattle, he drove off their cattle, Vayakbahem, and he smote them, okay, Maka Gerola, and he smote them with a great blow. He handed them a great defeat. Va Yosha David et Yoshbe Keila. And so David saved the uh, inhabitants of Keila. Okay. Verse 6. Um, Yatar ben Achimelech el David Keila. Ephod Yarad Beyado. Now it happened in the fleeing of Abiathar, the son of uh, Ahimelech, to David, uh, uh, to, Ki, to Kilah. Okay? So notice this is a temporal clause. So it came to pass when Abiathar fled, Abiathar, the son of Ahimelech, fled to David at Keilah, the ephod, he, uh, the ephod went down Beyado in his hand. So notice it's kind of telling us, okay, this is how David was able to inquire of the Lord. You would have expected that earlier. Yeah, you would have expected it. See, right, right. And um, that's, that's why there's a question. We can't assume always that the narrative is in chronological order because there's a question. The question was raised in my mind, when did... Um, uh, Abiathar joined David. Was it, was, it, was it when he was in Judah or was it when he was in Keilah? You know, um, because the fact that you have this line seems to imply that maybe he didn't join up with him until he was in Keilah. Although it could also be that he just fled with David to Keilah and took the linen in his hand. See, you could translate that L more like Eim. When Abiathar, son of uh, Ahimelech, fled with David to Keilah, the ephod uh, came down in his hand. Maybe that's the best way to take it. Okay. So it's kind of a back... Remember, we've seen in narratives before that they don't always go in chronological order. Sometimes they'll backfill stuff. All right. Okay, verse 7. Um, we'll, oh, we got to stop here. Um, can you guys want to do one more verse? Yeah, sure. All right, do. Okay. Vayugad l'sha'ul, and it was told, reported to Saul, ki ba David ke'ilah, that David had gone to ke'ilah. Vayomer sha'ul, and Saul said... Nikar to Elohim veyada. Okay, Nikar <coughs> means to recognize. It can mean to recognize, um, to disguise, to regard, regard favorably. Those kinds of things. Um, the PL only occurs like five times to the Hippia, which is more common. Maybe like six or seven times is common. All right. Um, and the PL, when you look at it, occurs mainly like in Job, Proverbs, uh, here, one time in Deuteronomy 32, which is very poetic. So um, it was told to Saul that David had gone to Keilah, and Saul said something like, God's the subject. God has delivered him into my hand. See, it's an unusual meaning for Nakar. 
God has delivered him into my hand. That's how most translate it. And again, notice you can expect that the um, notice how the Septuagint has has sold him, has handed him over. Um, uh, Symmachus has that, and uh, the Syriac has shalom means to uh, make payment to, or something like that. Mashar means to transfer, and the Vulgate again tradit, tradit, which means. Hand over, there you go, see? Nice. So notice it's all translating that kind of language. Trying to make sense of that word. Okay? Uh, key, niskar, certainly not cigar, means to shut. If you ever want to remind, remember this, I always remember this word because I think of the guy shutting a cigar in the door when he closes it. <laughs> so, uh, cigar, it's a common word, yeah. Um, certainly he is trapped or maybe a little more woodenly, he has shut himself in. Okay, lavo, by going. Here's an infinitive. By going, ba'ir, into the city, de la time, or into a city with doors and a beria, with doors and a bar. All right, so Saul thinks he's got him trapped. In other words, David must have been hard to catch because he's always hiding in caves or in open territory. And maybe that's why Gad before said, don't stay in this stronghold because you're trapped. You know, so that uh, he left. Maybe that was his thinking behind it. But here you get Saul's thinking. Ah, he's in the city. And notice Caleb's not far from Gibeah. So he's going to be on the move here. Good. Um, any questions through verse 7? Can I ask a question verse 3? Yeah. Where yeah. well, it says, <coughs> Nelik. Uh, yes. Is that, that's a concessive key right there? Well, you have to read, yeah, you have to read the key with the off. It's really an idiom. Um, so that you have to read this thing in context of the whole thing. Um, uh, so notice the first part says, here in Judah we are afraid. The Av Ki now is kind of now expressing in contrast to that or in relationship to that. That's why I translate, how much the more so when we go to Ke'ila. Alright, so that's what I, so you can't, you don't want to take Ki apart from Av. Right. It's one kind of idiomatic construction. All right. All right, good. You guys have a blessed break, and we will see you on the first Thursday.